Yo, this is R the Architect, and I'm with JB's Records yeah. and Rich's Toy Box. Man, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? Chopping it up a little bit, man. I feel you, man. Yeah. Y'all was, was getting ready to go in on the topic, man. I just I just wanted to be a part of it, that's all. Well, you know, we were talking earlier about um, just community. Community. Uh -huh. And then they got into the difference between the generations and uh, how difficult it can be. Well, what I took from was how difficult it can be sometimes to relate to young folk. And I've been observing just young generation after us and generation before us. And the reality is, you know, when you start talking about what you're passing down to your daughter, mm -hmm. I said the biggest problem, the biggest problem with the generation gap is, or at least why it exists, is because old ass men fear young men. Yeah, I, I you know I what I'm saying? I, so, agree. I agree. And here's why they fear them. Because they hadn't passed anything financially down to them. I agree. And they ain't passing no culture down. They got so caught up, and I'm talking about the baby boomers. Yeah. They've gotten so caught up in trying to in trying to make money or fit in or be included and be inclusive. Yeah. To where they have they have shunned culture. Yeah. They've shunned our traditions. And at the end of the day, after working those thirty years, you ain't got nothing to they show. They struggling. For That's what TK Kirkman was talking they about. Struggling. You know, and it ain't it ain't their fault. They bought into the they, idea. they bought into the idea yeah. and the identity that wasn't them. Right. Even 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 down to, you know, go to college. Yep. Get good grades so you can get out and, and be employed by somebody. Yeah. Correct. Now that worked for them. Yeah. Up until right now. Yeah. Correct. But while while they were working that 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 whole idea, they were preaching the same thing to us. I imagine we all around the same age. Correct, yeah. correct, definitely. Yeah. I agree. And bro, when I came out, when I came out of grad school, I couldn't find no job. I had to create one. But I had that student loan though. And that's the thing that schools, and that's that's what you know we was touching on earlier. That schools teach you how to be the employee mm -hmm. versus how to be the employer. Mm -hmm. And I think that the 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 biggest missing piece when you in school is, is financial literacy. Like that yeah. part is never really taught. Like at school, we need we need curriculum that teaches you for real world experience. You know, and that's mm -hmm. why what happens is so sad that a lot of parents have had these kids young. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time to, when they start hitting 16, 17, 18, you know, and let me hurry up and get you out the house. I'll be glad you turn 18 so you can move out. Straight but you dead. ain't I even prepared them to even move out the house. But it's, start, it's starting before then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. It's, it's sad, but it's just more or less like nobody gives a fuck anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I think that's the notion of home ain't even home no more. Correct. Mm -hmm. Like you, like what you were saying about the older generation that passed, mm -hmm. anything on. Man, I, I remember going up to my aunties and them, and, you know, I'm just blunt and raw at times, mm -hmm. using my French. But I was like, uh, auntie, what what y'all gonna leave us when y'all dead and gone? Mm. And they was like, uh, a hug. I told them kiss my ass, <laughs> like for real, because it's like, all right. And and I ain't saying white folks, cause I call them niggas too. Mm. I, you know, that's just keeping it one hundred. Mm. But it's like, I know that people are passing things on in other cultures. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So why is like, why is it so hard to to communicate and set me up to understand? Like, look. You ain't, you motherfuckers ain't gonna be here forever. Mm -hmm. well, why don't you build this mall? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why don't you set this shit up? 
because nobody ever taught them how to make the correct plays and see that's the same thing. I got well, We need our own curriculum. And we we had a financially, when it comes to, to passing on generational wealth, we had a disadvantage. When them white folks came over here, generation after generation of whether you talking about uh, uh, whether you talking about after the Civil War, whether you talking about around World War One, there was subsidies and monies given to them. Yeah, you know there was subsidies and monies given to people that want to migrate west. Yeah, correct. You know, correct. you know, and you're that saying, and that you saying west, you saying Cali? I'm I'm saying. Oh, you talking about? I'm saying beyond Missouri. I got you. I got you. Beyond me, beyond Missouri, beyond that point of uh, Mason. Yeah, the Mason Dixon. Yeah, and it's and it's funny that you you bringing that up. So, you know, recently it's a it's a brother, one of my homies. You know, he talks about uh, before before we can ever talk about coming together as a people, we got to come together as a family. Meaning, yeah, like, I agree. I, I gotta agree. go. I gotta go talk to my uncles. I gotta go talk to my aunties. Mm-hmm. Hell, my granddad just passed. He was ninety. You know what I'm saying? Ninety one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's a library that just burned up. Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of history that I got from him while he was alive, but I, I'm like, man, I could have been recording. And getting that shit, but it's like I can't, I can't crowd because somebody still got that info. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, I say that to say, well, shit, I got, I got 200 years of just general information of my family right now. Mm-hmm. I know that my family was Cherokee and Choctaw Indian. Mm-hmm. Told one of my cousins, she done found out on her mama's side as well as her father's side, which her father is my uncle, mm-hmm. Cherokee and Choctaw too. So a lot of times, what I'm finding out is that. Things have gone from like now it's an African American as far as quote unquote race. Mm-hmm. It went there from like I think uh, Negro, black or black Negro, Negro <clears throat> colored mm-hmm. mulatto and certain things like that. So it's like a lot of times we've been we've been written out of this stuff. Whether it was like written out where they taking our land, mm-hmm. written out where they taking our money, the trust that we have, even on like treaties and different information like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like. To, for me, it's time to step up and get up and figure out what the hell going on because, yeah. like you said, we well, got to look after the next generation. Yeah, and I, I, I think that here's the thing. You talking about a group of people that ain't never had no power before. Correct. So then, when when somebody finally gets some power, it's hard for them to let go. They're not even thinking about uh, mentoring somebody twenty years younger than them to take their place. They're not in that headspace. Yeah. So what happens is their their fear, their fear is a product of their guilt. Mm-hmm. They know they ain't passed us nothing. Yeah. They know they ain't left nothing yeah, for us. They know that we're gonna have to start at the same place they had to start at. So that fear is from the guilt. But what happens also with that fear is, let's say a bill, a piece of legislation come down the line that says now we can stop young men who got pants sagging. Mm. They quick to jump on and support that bill, having not even read it. Yeah, and not even understand what the fuck. Don't going understand on. the meaning. Basically, it's basically a vagrancy law. Yeah, you you know what a vagrancy law is? I'm breaking I'm down. Not, yeah, After eighteen sixty-five, slaves got free. Right, mm-hmm. emancipation. Proclamation. Directly after that. Southern states started coming up with vagrancy laws. These laws basically allowed you to pick up anybody that was just randomly walking around. 
it's kind of like the reason why we can't all be congregated out on the corner. Yeah, I think it's like more than three or some shit like that. Right. So vagrancy laws allowed the police or the paddy rollers to pick up black men, and that's how all them black men got on chain gangs. So now we're talking about generations yeah. of people that that's have been incarcerated, all because they were walking around wondering. You understand, when slavery ended, these people got released, didn't nobody get in no roadmap. Didn't nobody get in no money to fend for themselves. They were just kind of caught out there. But you know, like, even even at that point, I know it was some information I was studying. I was reading from the brother. Uh, he got the book, not not in home banking, financial freedom. My only hope. Mm-hmm. And he talked about one of the first banks that was started. His name is Jeremiah Brown. Yeah. And how I don't, I, it's not Wells Fargo, but one of the banks wound up taking over because so-called black people would put money in the banks and they let the the, uh, the banks let that shit default mm-hmm. to where it's like the, the money ran out of some 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 way or another the money went down and they took over the banks mm-hmm. I think it, it may have been like Bank of America or somebody like what that was it, was it Washington no it wasn't Washington I got I, I'm gonna have to I go know back. what story you talking about I'm too. gonna have to go back and, and, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna touch back on that on, on another podcast but it's gonna the, the, it's it's a definite means of like you said, we don't have a direction. Right. So right. so you know like, one of the podcasts that's coming up next is called, uh, what's your formula? Mm-hmm. And that and I feel like. Nobody really gave us a fucking formula. Right. So it's the it's it go back into what you're saying like the the facts of you saying, man we both came from Memphis mm-hmm. and how we. We are family interconnected mm-hmm. on the outside where it's like shit. Now, now I know you here and mm-hmm. I know where you are. Mm-hmm. I need I need to be bringing all my homeboys as producers. Mm-hmm. They need to be coming getting records. Why? Correct. That's generating revenue. Exactly. Correct. That's an easy, you know what I'm saying? Now I know you here. I know yeah, what you, you do. Yeah, you know what I do. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, yeah, man, come through, whoop the whoop. Mm-hmm. You know, set, set something up because it's like, again, man, the kids can come through, check out the records. Mm-hmm. The youth can come and check it out. Mm-hmm. They need to be involved in this because the sounds like the sounds of today is 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 to me it's awkward mm. because again, like you said, it wasn't the information and the knowledge my past. I ain't never heard it described like that. That's 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 more accurate than I've ever heard it. That's real accurate. I mean, it's, it's awkward. No it's, it's like <clears throat> the um. When I was growing up, I never heard uh, junkies on the microphone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Man, you wouldn't heard that. No. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have heard that. You might have heard the supplier on the microphone. Yeah, I heard <laughs> the supplier. So, so it's kind of like the chain of chain of command, where it's like, yo, was the the, the 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 dope boy on the microphone, or the supplier, and now it's the fiend that's on the microphone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. It, it's but it's like you got to put it in the context. It's like what I be telling cats. I say in the next five to ten years, these artists and, and people in general gonna need therapy. Yeah. So even in my rhymes, when I say therapeutic music, take notes now. Mm-hmm. It's my. It's more or less like I see ten years up ahead. Yeah. Because when I used to always talk or share information, ten you know ten years ago, my homies will come back or people will come back and be like, "Hey, bro, you was telling me this, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, "Bro, I'm on something else." Mm-hmm. I'm on some whole other shit now. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm still on it, but it's like when I was trying to share, you niggas was calling me crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, now this shit hit the fan. It's done progressed to something else. It's done. It's done mutated. You know what I'm saying? Now what? I, I look at us as, as as being prisoners of war. 
Yeah. Meaning somebody. But most people don't know yeah. we're in a war, though. Right. They, they ref, I think they refuse to see it. Yeah. Because if they don't see it, they don't have to do nothing about it. Yeah. You know. Correct. And then they don't understand, even if you don't do nothing about it, you still a victim because mm-hmm. they going to throw you in there faster than anybody else. But, you know, they're going to throw you under the under the bus faster than anybody else. So I think that I do agree with what you said, though, man, about the, uh, the older generation feeling really guilty about what they didn't leave us. And, and I, I just... I think that to me, <clears throat> now that we're in a totally different mind state, and, and, and I think the energy of life mm-hmm. just connects us all together. Just mm-hmm. like you know how I, you know I met him, then I met you. You see what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. that energy just brings the right people together. Because other than that, if you don't prepare your kids for the for the for the for the next generation, mm-hmm. they gonna become a victim mm-hmm. of the next the generation. They're gonna have to start <laughs> where you started. Yeah, you know, and I, I you know. It's two sides to it. You got you got the you got these young folk out here, including some people our age that are fearless. Yeah. Which is great. Only problem is sometimes they hard headed. Yeah. And don't wanna listen because they don't have no respect yeah. for the elders. Correct. Who ain't really did nothing to earn it. Yeah. But at the same time if we stay right there though, we ain't gonna never be able to fix it. Yeah, it's like you running over the fence. Yeah. So it's you know, it's it's up to the elders to say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to give what I got, or at the very least, put a hedge around these young folks to where they have some space to make mistakes. I was at Russ College last week. I think that's going to go on. Too, yeah, though, but I'm, yeah. I'm listening. I ain't want to cut you off. Oh, I was good, man. I was at Russ College last week doing the show, and after the show, they do a question and answer, and one I used student. To be down there. Oh yeah, you was at Russ. No, nah, I, I wasn't there then, but I'm saying I. <laughs> I, I first met uh, Professor Griff down there. Okay. And it was a group, That's a deep deal. It was, okay. a group, yeah. it was a group called Precise Science. Okay. One of my first interviews I did with them when they was there. Like, one of the brothers just passed, I think it was earlier this year, from Precise Science. It was Baltimore. Okay. Called it Tubman City. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They got some they got some real dope music, but you was, you was speaking on Russ. I was at Russ, and they started asking me questions. And you know how sometimes people can ask you a question? because they want you to give a specific answer. Mm-hmm. And they asked me how I felt about uh, the new music and the new artists. Now, I'm a, I'm a soul singer. You know, I grew up on that Al Green and Earth, Wind and Fire and yeah. Caves and Sweet Honey and the Rock, Paul Robeson, that yeah. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I had to think about it because my knee-jerk reaction is a very negative one. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, but my but, reaction as far as the community is this. Those young kids making this music that I can't relate to got just as much right to grow and mature mm-hmm. as any other kid they age from any other culture. I, I, and it's I, not I, my job to criticize and chastise them in public. It's my job to put a hedge around them so they can make those mistakes and mature. Look at what somebody like a Jay-Z was rapping about when he first came out to what he's talking about now. 